and welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you with us today. Well, today we're going to continue part two of our Sex and Intimacy series that we started last week. And we know that's a very sensitive subject for couples. And so uh, before we go any further, I believe we need to pray. Father... We do lift this sensitive subject up to you. We ask, Lord, that the hearers or the listeners on the broadcast would uh, be willing to listen and approach this sensitive area with wisdom, understanding, and discernment. We pray, Lord, your victory for us as couples as we have healthy sex lives and we want to honor you. Sex and intimacy are from God. You created it, Lord, and so we're going to talk about it and we pray that uh, our all of our actions will be uplifting and pleasing in your holy sight. For we pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, Savior, and King. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to do a, a brief overview of what we talked about last week, and then we'll go into today's lesson. So Katie's going to get us going with that. Okay. Last time we went over the rules of uh, sexual intimacy as well as the do's and the don'ts in, uh, in our sex lives. And where scripture came from Paul, and it says, The former things have passed away. In Christ, we are new creatures. Yeah, we talked about that sometimes the don'ts stuck with us a little more than the do's, uh, because the don'ts carried a lot of negative consequences, and the do's, that consequence is just having a very healthy, vibrant marriage. And so which is the best thing we could have, but the don'ts sort of, and we talked about that carryover effect, how the don'ts, when we weren't married, carried over into our marriages, mm -hmm. and it became, okay, it's now okay to do this, but now I'm married, so, and, and so it, get, it got real, it can get very confusing psychologically. Uh, God's word is clear, but psychologically it can be very confusing because, uh, you know, that carryover effect of the don'ts, and Paul came up with that scripture, you know, the former things have passed away. Uh, we were once single, but now we're married. And so we're new creatures now. And so we're able to uh, explore each other in new ways in Christ in marriage. So uh, so we ended with a question last week, Katie. Uh, can you pinpoint us back to that question? Okay, the question was, how can having a positive view of sex in your marriage be transforming? Okay. What do you and, think? Well, it, it starts when we're talking about how we view sex. And basically, that comes from how you were taught about it. Or even if your parents talked to you about it. You know, my mother said maybe ten words or whatever about it. And, you know, I'm sure the, for the men, their fathers or uncles or someone may have helped them out. But a lot of times you are not given a positive view of sex and for me um, that's basically what it was it wasn't a positive view but um, I, I just needed to learn about it to, to figure out how to make decisions in my life about that and you know hopefully the first thing was you know you have sex in marriage that was okay. one of the first you know conversations that me and my mother had that you know you need to be married and have sex because you could um, easily become pregnant and 
all kinds of consequences can happen there. Yeah, that was one of the negative consequences. But now we're fast forwarding into marriage. Okay, right. so uh, how does what positions you to even want to contemplate the thought of having sex with your husband? Well, it begins at the beginning of your day together. If you are not treating me well, okay. then and then at the end of the day, you want to have sex, and it's like, no, you know, you just treated me so badly, mm-hmm. or hurt my feelings, or whatever, that I am totally not interested in that. And so it begins with how you begin your day with each other. Okay. Because if it's positive, it could be a great evening. Right. It could be a great evening. So uh, now I, want, I don't want people to lose hope. So if you start out bad, there is a way to recover a little oh, bit. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. But it, it, I get what you're saying. Right, you can apologize or, you know, if you didn't realize that you mm-hmm. hurt my feelings or whatever, we need to talk about that. And then, you know, once... Uh, the forgiveness stage is there. Mm-hmm. Once you kind of forgive each other for how you treated each other, or how you treated me anyway, right. um, it can turn into a very pleasant evening. Well said, well right. said. Right. The so. other thing is, um, do I feel emotionally safe mm-hmm. in terms of uh, you know, having sex with my husband? I should. That should be there, but if, if it's not, then we need to talk about it. Yeah, emotional, emotionally are you able to share? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, because let's face it, intimacy or sex should go way beyond the physical act. It should go into right. a, more of a spiritual component with each other. Yeah. Do you feel health? That this is a healthy relationship. Do you feel like mm-hmm. uh, you can share? Do you feel like uh, you are valued as an individual? Do mm-hmm. you feel like you are important? Do you feel like right? Do you feel like you're loved? You know, yeah. you feel like you're loved and you're more willing to share that love with your spouse. Amen. Yeah. I agree. So would you would you agree that that's important for most women? To, yes, very important. I would say for men too, but on a lesser scale. But for women, that's the first two you talked about. Right. How, are you, how are you treating me? Right. And am I emotionally safe? Are there any others? Am I feeling, am I feeling loved? Am I you feeling know, that's loved? That's the most of one of the, well, that's a, a number one requirement for women is, you know, you have to demonstrate love to me. Okay. You know. Okay. To be able to, to share and, 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 and enlighten me. Love enlighten me and our viewers and us as men. Love goes beyond love making. Right. Okay. Right. Love is uh respecting each other mm-hmm. and um being interested in what the other person has to say mm-hmm. and just, you know, positive everyday experiences as a married couple. Yeah. That always fills up your, your love tank. You, you show me that I'm appreciated, mm-hmm. that my thoughts and feelings are appreciated, yeah. and that just fills up that love tank. That you're valuable. Right. All exactly. right. Anything exactly. else? Well, one question uh, I think women have is, is it okay for us to be the initiators of sex? Because most times, you know, it's it's the man who you know, makes the first move, and uh, I found that, yeah, we can do that. Okay. And we probably, I know for myself, we don't do enough of that. And I think that that would really uh, please our spouses if you're the ones who, if I'm the one who says, you know, not just bluntly say let's have sex, but, you know, kind of build up to that, like make it more romantic. Yes. And, 
uh, you're more, more likely to have a very pleasant evening. Yeah. Now let's get to that romantic part. I, I like that um, because folks or a lot of men sometimes, and I'm, I'm generalizing here, I'm not speaking for all men, think that we can just skip the romance part right. and, and go right into the sex. Uh, how important is the romance? I think it's very important. It, it shows, it's, it's just another way of showing yourself that you love them, mm. that you care about them, that you want to please them. And just, you know, it doesn't have to be just a big grand gesture. It could just be, you know, a little hug, a little kiss, let's go for a walk, let's hold hands. I mean, little things like that that can build up to uh, our desires just being really turned on. And uh, we would be willing to initiate the sex act because we're just feeling all this love. And now I want to show you how much I love you. Okay. And then that what I love about it is, is that, you know, when everything is going well and it's positive, you make that connection and you become one. And I think that is so, I think that's romantic. When you got married, uh, when we got married, not you, we, when we got married, uh, was sex the number one thing on your list to do as a woman? No. Okay. No. We like to be cuddled and kissed and things like that, you know, but the, the sex is just the end of that whole romantic sequence of events. And I think uh, for a lot of women, I'm not, I'm not speaking for the women, but uh, security is somewhere in there and right. uh, things like that. Security mm -hmm. and all kinds mm -hmm. of other elements are in there. Now, again, I don't want to speak for the men, but I think for men, when we got married, I think one of the first thoughts that goes through guys' mind is, okay, <laughs> We're going to have a lot of sex in this relationship. And now it's it's approved, it's legal, it's right. okay. <laughs> and so you, you can see where on a woman's scale of one to five, it may be number five. But on a man's scale of five, one to five, it may be number one or two. So right. there's a there's something we got to work out here so right. that our, our priorities align together. Right. Uh, we have to agree on... When, when we're going to have sex or how many times a week or anything like that, it needs to be kind of discussed. Not like you, you put it, you may have to put At it five o'clock on Sunday, right, exactly. I'm going <laughs> to. Right. You don't I wanna, hope we don't have to do that. I don't want to go that far, but. Um, schedule it. You know, right, scheduling it. But so, sometimes you may have to, depending on how busy well, you well, are. your schedule is, yeah. But, you know. uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just a, a, something that you really need to consider. Amen. I think for the men, there's a bonding element. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true of the women, too. Mm -hmm. There's a bonding. When the two become one flesh, there's sort of a bonding. I think uh, scientifically, men, uh, the hormone that's released after men uh, have sex, uh, it tends to uh, bond them mm -hmm. with their spouse, with their wife. There's a very, there's very much a bonding uh, element that's there. I think also, um, quite frankly, there's a physical release of, uh, and so sometimes we uh, we act opposite. So, like in a stressful situation, uh, maybe there's financial stress, maybe there's stress at work, maybe there's stress all over the place. Well, as a woman, you may relate a little differently to that type of stress. There may be a, I don't know, a, 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 you know, sex might say, well, that's, that's the 53rd thing I'm thinking about right now. 
but for a guy, it, it forms some type of a release of tension. So it might be one of the first one or two things they're thinking about in terms of uh, relieving the stress and tension up off them. So uh, you see there, there's a slight difference mm -hmm. there too uh, in how we act. And I think the biggest component there is the relational aspect of it, right. just the relational aspect of it. Now, men, uh, I just want to talk to you directly. This is the area that we need to grow. We need to grow, and we need to grow by leaps and bounds. We can't go into this situation thinking, serve me. Right. It has to be, how can I serve us? Not serve me and do what I want to do when I want to do it. And so it just doesn't work like that. And so how we do treat our wives is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to create the atmosphere and create the uh, sort of climate for um, things to go well in that evening. So, um, you know, I, I just think that we underestimate sometimes as men the relational value of really cultivating and taking the time to till that soil and cultivate that good relationship mm -hmm. where it makes someone, your wife, want to uh, really be intimate with you. Right, right, exactly. And uh, that same uh, element works for women, but uh, in the beginning, mm -hmm. how you treat me, you know, are you being romantic? Um, are you respecting me? That whole thing uh, brings out that desire to be intimate with you. I like that word respect. Uh, and, 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 you know, so that carries over into another area of sex and intimacy. Mm -hmm. uh, what a person likes and what they don't like. Right. Okay, right. There, there, obviously there are some things that people like. It may be soft music. It may be what uh, all kinds mm -hmm. of situations. Right. And there's some things you don't like, and those should be communicated. Absolutely. And you should be able to, to, to say that because if they're doing something uh, that you don't like, you're not getting any pleasure. Absolutely. And, it's not, and that will prevent you from you know, wanting to have sex you know, several times a week or whatever or have sex at all. But unless your spouse knows that, right. they're going to keep doing what they're doing because they think it's it's okay for, by you. Absolutely. When it, when it isn't, then it needs to be communicated so that you can find out what is it that I, I like. Right. we got to get to what we like, and, right. and that's generally where it goes the best. And so, I think a, a lot of times that's, that's hard because of um, how sex was presented to you. It's like, oh, we don't talk about this and we don't talk, you know, but really in a marriage, you, you have to. Your to right, you yeah. you have to. This is your husband. And this is a very important component of your married life. And it definitely needs to be discussed. Yeah. You got to get over the shyness or the embarrassment you may feel and say, <coughs> excuse me, this is what I like. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with it. Now, mm -hmm. there are some areas uh, or situations that really, really hurt the desire to have sex. Can we talk about those briefly for a minute? Okay. Um, the, these different areas, you know, can affect your, your sex life, your sex drive. It could be your health. Mm -hmm. You don't have good health. Uh, your age. As we age on, you know, the, the, the sexual int intimacy will change. Mm -hmm. 
um, hopefully for the better or, you know, you, you learn different things as you get older, you know, um, physically. Yep. That can be a, There can uh, be some physical limitations too exactly, as time exactly. goes on too. And it could be your, you know, we talked about our emotions. It could be your emotional state that you're in mm -hmm. that um, you need to figure out what problems you're having or talk about what's going on so that um, you can relate that to your, your spouse and, and then your spouse can act on that to help you get through whatever you're going through. And emotionally, we can go through seasons uh, mm -hmm. where, you know, sex may dry up for a little bit. Uh, not It's not being weaponized, used right. as a weapon right. or, or being withheld as a weapon. It's just that, boy, we're in a very intense period of time right now as right. a couple. And so uh, it may be the last thing on either one of our minds if you're about to lose your house or you got right. a sick child or, right. you know, you've right. got aging parents or something like that. Mm. You got something that's really draining your attention. Uh, right. You know, so, yeah, emotional is, your emotional state or mental mm -hmm. health or, mm -hmm. and all that is uh, very important. And also desire. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be, you know, that, that part of it goes with your health and mm -hmm. your age. And, like, the desire may not be there for sex, but maybe just uh, intimacy in just being close to each other, mm -hmm. just being in the same room with each other, just touching each other, or hugging or mm -hmm. kissing or whatever, um, that can bring back that desire. But, you know, it can, it's just up and down, like a roller coaster, how you, your feelings go and your desires go. And again, it also uh, stems from how you're being treated, you know. I think you raise an excellent point there, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you talk about, you know, your desire, because uh, I think that, um, you know, desires uh, are, are, are very, um, they're, they're ever-changing, and, uh, you know, not that we don't desire each other, not that we don't desire our marriage, but uh, that, that just the, the overall energy level or exactly. the desire yeah. to, to be able to fulfill and that mixes in with health and age. You know? It does. It does. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good point you, know, you made mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there's always hope. It can improve. If you're um, really in intentional about it, you'll find out, you know, what changes do we need to make to make this happen, to make this work. So, you know, it can improve. I think we talked about last session that our marriages should be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the Holy Spirit needs to be working within our marriages. Right. And if the Holy Spirit is indeed working within our marriage, then there's always hope. There's always reason for uh, to look to another day, a new right. day, a brand new day. Mm -hmm. And there's always uh, hope that, you know, things, as you said, will get better or yeah. will improve or, or things can change. Right. Even if you're a couple right now and you're out there and uh, your sex life is very dormant right now. Your intimacy is very low. Uh, I think uh, there are certain other killers of intimacy. Infidelity would be oh, one. Yes. That would be a major one. It's It can be overcome. However, it, it does change things. Right. Uh, if, if, even if it's only for a season. And uh, desires, we talked about that a second ago. Desires can be seasonal. I mean, we could, like we said, we could be in a season where the desire is not there, and all of a sudden, boom, it comes right back. Right. You know, it, right. it, it, you know, and so, so there is hope. So there sure. is tremendous hope. Uh, 
if we keep God at the center of our right. marriages, and we know that God created uh, intimacy, He created our sex, sexes, and sex drive, and that it is healthy, it is good, and it is pleasing and perfect, right. and and it is uh, in God's will that we as couples uh, be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, any closing thoughts from you, my dear? Well, I want to read from the Oh, that's right. You're going to be reading from the Song of Songs. This is Solomon speaking, right. and he's talking to his beloved, or this is beloved talking to her lover. Right. We're starting in uh, chapter 1, verses, uh, starting with verse 15, mm. and then we're going to chapter 2. Uh, all the way down to verse 4. So here we go. How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are doves. How handsome you are, my lover. Oh, how charming. The beams of our house are cedars. Our rafters are firs. I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. Like a lily among thorns is my darling among <clears throat> the maidens. Like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my lover among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He has taken me to the banquet hall, and his banner over me is love. Amen. Wow. Uh is that in a romance novel or is that actually in the yeah, Bible? Yeah, that's in the Bible. Song okay, and it, it goes a little even deeper than that, too. Oh, we, yeah, it we, does. We, it go, we, really goes into the, describing some really spicy world. parts, yeah. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah, that's in the Bible, uh, folks. And so God's not bashful about it. And he, he taught, and so the scriptures talk about it. Right. And so uh, we wanted to bring this lesson to you. And hopefully, if you're, as I said, if you're a couple out there that's struggling in this area, we would recommend highly that you go and receive counseling. Uh, there's some excellent counselors out there, pastors, marital, Christian marital counselors. Uh, um, you might want to get into a marriage group. Uh, you, we, we would say, please, please work on it. Try to improve right. your marriage. Do not give right. up. Never give up. Work hard at it. And if things are going great, then so be it. Uh, and if you're sort of in the middle, then always work to constantly improve it. Always right. working to constantly improve the health so you of your need marriage. To, to communicate with each other, what you like, what you what you don't like, and just uh, open up. It'll just open up your intimacy in marriage. Okay, so until next time, we want your marriage to be absolutely positively sensational. sensational.